Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on What Chaos, William Nylander hates America but is rich. The Oilers have clinched, that's right, clinched a playoff spot. And they're doing stuff with their dogs on the ice during the season. Connor Bedard broke his face, Lord carry him now. And we suddenly care a lot about the All-Star teams. Press every button you can and subscribe on YouTube. It's What Chaos. Whatnots, hello. Hope everybody had a lovely weekend. It is U.S. January 8th. What chaos, DJ Bean, Pete Blackburn, Sean, pauser, depause. Hi, Sean. Start with Sean. Hey. We're going to kick off this I, week with Sean's. I, I like that you said U.S. January 8th uh, yeah. because it is not the Jan- it is not January 8th everywhere. It is important to clarify. It's true. Whoa. How was your U.S. January 6th? You got anything um, to celebrate? January 6th, I watched Cincinnati Cyclones hockey. That's right, uh, baby. No, I didn't, I didn't actually. Uh, Paint what? the town red. Did I do anything? I just watched football. Saturday. Fair enough. Most American way to celebrate a holiday like that. I did two movies this weekend and tons of football and tons of hockey. Gotta say, so much shit has happened the last few days. All-Stars, Bedard, RIP, Devastated, Oilers, Dogs. William Nylander, Pete Proven Wright, uh, people in Toronto, maybe not having the best sense of humor or understanding things, but it's going to be a big show. Pete, what'd you do this weekend? I uh, stayed inside. I love the first snow of the season, so I had a great time just looking at the beautiful snowfall, watching some movies. I finally watched Bottoms. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Welcome to the show, what Pete a, Blackburn. What a ridiculous movie, but very fun time. Marshawn Lynch is a treasure. Um, so I, just, I did nothing. I hung around, stayed inside, loved it. You think that when Sean and I are like whispering and going like this, that we're talking shit about you, we are just always talking about Bottoms and what an incredible sh- uh, movie it is. True. You mentioned Marshawn Lynch, that like Marshawn Lynch is going to be everything that people thought Rob Gronkowski was going to yeah, be. Yeah, if I think he wants true. to be, if yeah. he wants to be, he's the next Stallone. He's the next whatever. He rules. I uh, I I love that Sean didn't even mention the fact that he went to the New England Patriots well, game. I was, asked, game. I, I was specifically asked. I was specifically asked about oh, the sixths, which is why I didn't bring it up. But uh, yeah, I did go to Patriots Jets yesterday. Hilarious. One of the worst experiences. You of my could life. not pay me like. 
an ungodly amount of money to go to that game. It, it, Zero it, chance. Yeah. Started, Patriots, Jets in the, like a blizzard. And you're a Patriots Meaningless fan. game. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. Um, I, I will say it was nice to be at Bill Belichick's funeral. Um, he's, he's going ruined, to be the coach next year. He's uh, of, a, of a football team. I agree. Um, <laughs> I He's ruined my life. Most of my life as a football fan. So it was nice to see that come to an end. Uh, nice to see the Patriots just be bad. But yeah, no, my experience yesterday started on the event train from South Station to Foxborough. Um, sat on it for 40 minutes before it left. Um, was sweating through all of my many layers I was wearing. And then I got there and yeah, I was incredibly cold and wet and it was awful. Was it, did you go in a large group? Did you? Uh, I went with my friend and his girlfriend. Okay. Man, I was going to say, like, if it's a large group, there could be like a last minute, you know what? Tummy ache. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> you no, know, yeah, it was. You could not pay me money to go to that game. So I, props to it you. It was awesome. I do it. Like, it was miserable, but it was awesome. Like, I love snow football. And it was my first time ever at Gillette. Um, what did you think of the scoreboard? Oh, it was fucking awesome. That okay. stadium was dope. It's a good scoreboard. It's a good stadium. And also, I can't, I, I like the only NFL stadium I've ever been to, or I guess I've been to two. I've been to the one in Arizona and obviously Buffalo. And Buffalo's is very old and shitty. So it's nice to be in. That's just kind of a theme for Buffalo. Did, old, did a lot you, of it's old and shitty. Did you want. Except for the hockey team, it's young and shitty. Uh, young and back. <laughs> I mean, young and G word. Typically in. In hockey, if you don't like either teams, you say that you're rooting for the scoreboard to fall down. That <laughs> wouldn't really make sense if in there because if, if that happened to Gillette. The, oh, I've always thought it was like the darkest thing in the world. Oh, you the, just want all the players to die. Right. The like, scoreboard could have fallen down in Gillette. Also, and it didn't have the scoreboard actually fall? Didn't the Jumbotron yes, actually fall in Buffalo? It did at one point, yes. Yeah. Thankfully, no one was like, in during practice. Like a, yeah, yeah, not during nobody a game. got hurt. If it was during a game, I feel like that would. That would still be talked about. Um, no, you could say, oh, the scoreboard fell down. It's okay because the scoreboard's over center ice and the puck was never there. It's always, the in, always the, in their defensive zone. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, yeah. But were you rooting for the Patriots to win? Uh, there was part of me because I wanted them to have a worse draft pick. Yeah. Um, but it was it sucked because it was like I didn't even get Mac Jones versus uh, Zach Wilson. Like it was, it was Zappy versus Simeon. And it was just like, yeah. And it was also like the problem with these two teams is they're bad, but they're the reason they're bad is because they're offense. So it wasn't mm -hmm. even like we had like a, a crazy, defensive battle it, in the snow. It That's why they're lovely. I could have gone to Chargers, whom I also love, uh, against the Patriots in like, what was it, like kind of rainy or just like cold that day? I forget. With good seats for free. And I was like, Absolutely not. That's going to be like four points are going to be scored in that game. And that's what ended up happening. God. Yeah. Respect to you, though, Sean. I, I just also found it really funny that like, guess who's at this game? <laughs> yeah. The answer is Sean. One of my friends asked about you the other day because I, I talk about the show a lot. And she was like, how's the producer Sean doing? And I was like, he is the best. He's a great producer. He's a great friend. Also, he just fucking loves sports. Mm -hmm. And that, I, that I do. I gave the example. I was like, any other thing or any game that Pete and I didn't watch, Sean watched and he knows everything about. So I love that, like, the next interaction I had with you was like, I, the Buffalo Bills fan, am going to the Patriots Jets game that not a human in the world wants to attend. And you were there. Yeah, I had other Patriots fans being like, I don't know why I'm here. And I'm like, brother. <laughs> you're a Patriots fan. I don't know why I'm. Here. I saw our friend Jess Matana tweeted like, if you're watching, or uh, she quote tweeted somebody who tweeted like, if you're watching the Patriots Jets game, you're a pervert. <laughs> and she tweeted like, the picture of the referee with the hands down his pants. Lock me yeah. up. What so what pervert. kind of what kind of pervert are you if you go to that game? If you're even not even a fan of either team, 
I don't listen. A massive one. You got to put on a. You got to put a. You're getting on a list. I'm, Sean. I'm knocking on doors now. I don't listen or watch any of the Lebetard show, but every person on there, Jess is. Uh, Jess is the best. But like every person on that show is incredible, and I've never listened to that show before. But I know each of them individually from like online or I know of them from online of all these clips they post. And that's like my favorite show. Yeah. And I've never heard it before. Me either. Uh, you know what I have heard before? What? The Edmonton Oilers doing some crazy shit. Well, it's a huge, it was a huge weekend for the Oilers because on US January 6th, it will forever be remembered as the day that the Oilers, for the first time all season, stood in playoff position. They beat... The Senators 3-1, Zach Hyman scoring all three goals. Oilers now, I don't know if they still are, but they were in the second playoff position in the Western Conference. There it is. Look how beautiful. Oh, my gosh. And they've still got By games the second in playoff hand. position, you mean the second wild card. Yeah, yeah. Not well, a second in the Western Conference. No, like, no. It's Not second. yet. No, because when they play the team that they end up playing, they're the second team in that matchup, and they'll probably win. I feel terrible for whether it's the Avalanche or, I mean, now the Jets or the Knights or the Canucks or whoever it ends up being. That sucks if Edmonton ends up being a wild card team. The Jets do not deserve that. Uh oh, you mean yeah, like as like a as a good team, you mean? Yeah. I thought you meant like they didn't they don't deserve they it. They don't like, deserve to be. No, I've, no, been, they deserve I've been saying for weeks at this point, like respect the Winnipeg Jets, respect the Winnipeg Jets, America's team, the Winnipeg Jets, first place not only in the Western Conference, first place in the entire NHL. Nobody saw that fucking coming. That is one of the crazier developments. I mean, if we just threw that up right now, you'd be like, wow, the Oilers are only a wild card. They must be struggling right now. And it's like, oh, no, the Oilers are fucking incredible right now. <laughs> yeah. They've won seven games in a row. They've made miracles happen to be here. And the Jets are just the like, Jets. The Jets are it's crazy. Like they obviously Wheeler gone, like a lot of talk about Shifley, whether he'd be gone. Uh, a lot of talk about Hellebuck, whether he'd be traded. Then they, uh, uh, Kyle Connor, they're like one of their best players hurt, arguably their best player hurt and they're cruising, dude. That team is awesome. And like, they're, they're awesome defensively, which is so against what you come to expect from the Winnipeg Jets. So I'm a big Jets fan this year. Well, Oilers, we, we are going to get uh gene on today, by the way, he can't make it, but I did do some, uh, DMing, some GMing. With Gene. GM. If I hit Gene with a GM, do you think you would know what it meant? Probably not. Sean, you know what GM is? Good morning. Good morning. Or yeah. general manager. If I just like DM'd Gene, GM, he'd be <laughs> like, hi, buddy. Then that just ended there. Yeah. Hitting, uh, GM, hitting Gene with a GM every single morning would be incredible. I mean, that's what crypto bros do. GM yeah, King. Every morning. GM King. GM, GM King. GM King. I, I did start our DM car, uh, correspondence with Gene, you legend. And then one <laughs> nice. from there. Uh, he can't make it because he is traveling to Chicago for a uh, devastating hockey game <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> where the Red Hot Oilers are going to face the, like, actively resting in peace like you know in the sopranos where like they dig up the body that they just moved and yeah. like it has like facial hair on it and everything 
that sadly is what the Blackhawks look right like right now, and the Oilers are going to fucking murder that. But team. respect where respect is due. Uh, we will talk about Bedard a little bit later, but the, the the Chicago Blackhawks beat the Calgary Flames this weekend with uh, while dressing eleven forwards with a combined cap hit of thirteen point nine million dollars. Eleven forwards, thirteen point nine million dollars, and during that game, they had more money on uh, the injured reserve than they did in the active lineup. Incredible. The Chicago Blackhawks are in a unbelievable state of disarray right now. Well, the hockey world is a better place when the Oilers are good. They have won seven in a row, have the second wild card spot. But if you go by points per game, I'm sure that they would be higher than that because they've got games in hand. And that ain't all that was happening. You got Zach Hyman scoring hat tricks quickly. Would you, uh, you got the well, picture, picture again of all of these hats? Look at some of those, like some of those Oilers hats are like hard-earned Oilers hats. Like, those are like saw-some-shit Oilers hats. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, those those were products of, like, the bad days of Edmonton Oilers hockey. Those are some, like, Sean Horkoff <laughs> yeah. Oilers hats. Would you ever throw a hat at a game? Yeah, it depends on the hat, I suppose. Like, I think at, like, most Bruins games, I would throw my hat unless it was my like 75th an anniversary uh, 47 brand hat. That was like uh, a lot of money and like one of my favorite hats ever. Like it depends on the hat, but like most Bruins had hats I can replace. And so I'll, I'll toss it. But like maybe that's a cathartic experience for some of those Oilers fans where they're like, I've been waiting to get rid of this piece of shit hat for years. And I just haven't had the opportunity. Thank you, Zach Hyman. Uh, Sean sprained his neck as I was asking that question because he was shaking it. No, so hard. I, I mean, if you are going to a National Hockey League game and you are sitting lower level, you better be prepared to lose your hat. I don't care what happens. Oh, so you're, you're saying, oh, like, so you're yes, saying you, you gotta throw it. it. But like, I, I was shaking my head to Pete suggesting there's a situation in which he doesn't throw your Like, you got, don't wear the hat. You, oh. either, you wear a hat you can throw or you don't wear a hat. If you were wearing a hat and your team scores a hat trick and you don't throw it, that's, you're not a real fan. In fairness... Uh, most of the times I don't sit close enough to throw my hat. Well, that's fair. If you're sitting up in the 300s, do whatever you want. Yeah. Or, or saw, second level or something like that. Yeah, that's fine. I saw Brad Marsh and Hattrick against the Columbus Blue Jackets earliest, earlier this year, but I was up in the 300 level. So yeah, nothing not you can do that about hat. that. That's different. But I'm, I'm just saying, if you're going to be sitting in a position where you can throw your hat, you better be prepared to lose that hat. Fair. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Although, like... It Unless it has suck. sentimental value. Yeah, like, right. What if it was like maybe you don't your bring dead hat. dad's hat or something <sighs> that he passed down to you? Well, first off, you probably you shouldn't wear that hat if you are the kind of person that wears it. If you're if like if you have that close of a relationship with your dad and, and like that that big into hockey or whatever, where you're like dad dad's past, but I'm still wearing his hat to every game. I hope your dad loves hockey so much that he was like, you better throw that fucking hat. I don't know. I think it's a your, your hat, your choice kind of thing. Uh, yeah, you can do whatever you want with your hat. It doesn't mean you're, as I like to say, you are entitled to your incorrect opinion. Okay, you that's can do fair. Whatever, you can do whatever you want. That doesn't mean you're not going to be wrong. I mean, this is a rare case where, like, I don't have a strong opinion yeah. on it. Like, I hear kind of both cases. I would love, I bet it would feel great. I've never done it. I bet it would feel great to just let that thing sing. Although, what if, like, as someone who's never thrown their hat, 
I don't have any practice doing it. I know. So I could make a real fucking fool of myself. <laughs> uh, but at that point, it's like it's like graduation. Everyone's throwing their hats. No one's going to know where your hat came from. You just got to grab it by the brim, frisbee that shit. And if it, if it makes it, it makes it. If it doesn't, someone else will pick it up That's, and throw yeah, it over. Yeah, it's like the, the people closer to the glass will pick up the hats that didn't make it, and they'll toss them over. It's like a teddy bear toss, turn around and be like, pussy, didn't make it. And Every a, time I've gone to a hockey true. game, somebody has turned around and said pussy at me. <laughs> For no reason. Just be like, I don't like the cut they of just this like guy's sniff chin. it out. Pussy. <laughs> this guy who... Yeah. The ticket scanner scans your ticket. Have fun, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I smell two orders of Enjoy chicken Enjoy your fingers. chicken tenders, pussy. Mean to this guy. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I mean, Sean, we were behind the Sabres bench. What if, like... Somebody scored a hat trick and I just like hit Tage in the head because I couldn't. Tage has got it. Tage has got another hats are coming. Like it's, <laughs> that's on everybody. Prepared for it. I think it's an interesting little talking point. Uh, but it wasn't just clinching a playoff spot as the Oilers did on US January playoffs. First team this season. Yeah, they clinched a playoff spot to uh, clinch a playoff spot. The night that All Stars were announced, which was uh, US January 4th. Every team, as soon as the first 32 players were announced, every team on their socials got on it. Like, whichever players weren't announced, hey, NHL All-Star game hashtag, send this guy. Get get Kale McCarr there. Get this guy there. Get that guy there. I go over to see how aggressively the Oilers must have been pushing Zach Hyman or probably Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah. There isn't an all-star tweet to be seen because they, for some godforsaken reason, at Rogers Place are hosting a skills competition in the middle of the season where they're having their players do, like they have like McDavid and all their play. Like, look, they got Dreisaitl doing a little dipsy-doo dunkaroo. <laughs> cool. That was the lamest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> But they still, I love they still have like all like the lights flying and everywhere. So weird. So I'm looking for like a hashtag NHL All-Star Game vote. Zach Hyman, Zach Hyman, Zach Hyman, which I as an Oilers fan was doing. And they're like, Cody Cece really clapped this one (laughs) and showing this Cody Cece bomb. I don't... we want to have Jim. What is this? <laughs> Do you- I was looking for answers. Like Gene maybe could have helped us out. I mean, all the, I'm surprised. Like all the players look like they're having the best time. It seems like the most minor league baseball shit of all time. Yeah, fair. Like I was wondering, like I, I assume that players would be pissed to have to take part in this on like a Saturday night. It's like you don't have a game. You got to go in and do this fucking bullshit and lose your Saturday night. But it, it seems like Thursday. Oh, yeah. it's Thursday night. Okay. Well, that's a little bit better then. Like, but like, no, it, like you always have to play. You're an NHL team. You always I, have to play games on Thursday. You finally don't. <laughs> but like, it seems like it's kind of like a field day type thing where they're just there having fun, and it's about like their families and stuff. They get to bring their dogs. They brought their dogs and had a dog race. So this is like, the highlight yeah. of it. Uh, they had a rough, rough relay in which players' dogs ran from the goal line to the blue line. Participants included Bowie Dreisaitl, Leonard McDavid, Ollie Don't Call Me Pop Bouchard, Willow Nugent Hopkins, and Hugo Cece. Some awesome dog names. Some great dog names and also Willow Nugent Hopkins. <laughs> think he's a big Swifty? Yeah, I think that's like just like a has, has... really white... 
name. Does Taylor Taylor ruins that name for you for the rest of time? Possibly. I like I like Hugo as a dog. Yeah, same. Hugo was hauling ass as a uh, as a pit, as a uh, little mini French bulldog. Leonard McDavid also, wanted nothing. Leonard to do with McDavid it. wanted absolutely no part of it. I, you think that's like the first time McDavid's ever tried to interact with his dog? Maybe that's the uh, that's the take. That's like our Nylander clip for this show. It's that uh, is Connor McDavid a bad dog owner? Also, Pos- I mean, Hugo was always going to win. French Bulldogs are just huge in the NHL. There's like they're literally. Uh, I'm sorry, the Coyotes. There's like five people on that roster that have French Bulldogs. I, I really say those are. Um, how do I put this respectfully? Yeah, those, like, those are like vanity dogs. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I was going to say just like. Every white couple owns yes. a yeah, right, a and it's like bulldog. very basic, very vanity. So it's not surprising. And they're also probably not going to live that long because they always have health problems. Yeah, yeah. Well, My, because like they're designed in a, inappropriately and incorrectly. Yes. Right, they're like broken dogs that <laughs> yeah. are so cool. My favorite dog well, in the world. Very appropriate for the Oilers. Yeah, a broken dog that's cool. My favorite dog in the world and my best friend Emilio is a French bulldog and. I have never once not been so happy to to hang out with that dog, have him jump all over me, sit on my lap. I love French bulldogs. If I ever get a dog, which it blows my mind, I've always been a dog guy. I've never owned a dog in adulthood. If I ever do, it would be a French bulldog. I would name him Buckingham. Nice. Never rocks. after Lindsey Buckingham, but we could call him Buck. Buck yeah, yeah. That that that'd be that's a good name. Yeah, I love uh, my takeaways from the name like Bowie. Uh, if Drysaddle's the- a big Bowie fan, hell yeah, Just I the coolest love guy in the world. Got even cooler. Also, Leonard McDavid. Did Connor McDavid name his dog after Leon Drysaddle? Famously, Leon is short for Leonard. It probably is, but it's be. the first yeah. four yeah. letters of the name. So it could be. I would love calling him Len- Leonard Drysidle. Yeah, I was gonna say like we should get Drysidle and be like so. But if I was Leonard. if I was looking at this, he spelled Leonard like L E N A R D. I don't know if that was like a was that a mistake from the. I, I don't know. That's could be what Canadian asked, spelling. How it was spelled on the thing. <laughs> Canadian Leon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but like shout out to the Oilers just fucking around. As, like, they're doing incredible things. I mean, mean, it would be a lot worse if they were still, like, horrible. Sean brought up this point. It's like, what if the Oilers were still doing fucking terrible? Like, if you tried to pull this shit in November, they would have been like, (laughs) go. Like, could you imagine how pissed off Connor McDavid was at the beginning of the season? If they were like, all right, go out there and shoot on your own goalie for a skills comp on an off day, he would have been like, trade me. (laughs) Now. (laughs) Immediately. Um, but like, what do you want the Oilers to do? Like, they're they're all star. They don't need to do an all star campaign because their all stars are like predetermined. It's obviously Connor McDavid, Leon Drysidel, and then if they get a third one, Stuart Skinner. Dude, I'm glad you brought up Stuart Skinner. Shout out our guy Jay Fresh Hockey. Yeah, he makes all those like infographics. Yep. Fuck that guy. Because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love him, and he's a, an invaluable resource. I feel like he, every one of his graphics now somehow ends up being a shot at Stu Skinner, and oh, so he, it doesn't get saved. It's yes, he doesn't save it. Um, it's not his fault that like the information is what the information is, but it always ends up being like a 
goals saved above average by team. And it's like always like the Oilers are last. And every, it's all these like team defense and allowing goals stats. And the Oilers are always, I'm like, just fucking say it. You don't like <laughs> Stu Skinner. I mean, not the most insane stat graphic to come out of this weekend. I don't think we have it, but like I sent it in the group chat last night. Sportsnet put up the graphic that like, uh, the the Toronto Maple Leafs would be first in save percentage if they removed Ilya Samsonov's save percentage. And it's like, yeah, cool, cool. bro. <laughs> the guy that is play, yeah. If you take away the goalie who has played most of the time for us, we'd be awesome at Who's goalie. Been, like the worst goalie yeah. in the league. The exact stat was uh, Martin Jones and Joseph Wall have a .921 save percentage, which is three points higher than Winnipeg and. Four points higher than Boston, but uh, yeah, like you said. But like, you don't get to just remove the guy that you relied on for most of the season so far, and be like, oh well, we would be the best. I would, I would love to see, like, I would just love to see that stat if every team took away their best goalie, who or where, their worst goalie, or their worst goalie, yeah, yeah. like where. I mean, Toronto that's like saying like the like the the Bruins would be the best team in the league if you just removed all their losses. Right, right, right. <laughs> teams do that all the time with like the stats they hand out to media. They'll say like, um, they'll say like David Pasternak has uh, like ten goals in his last three multi-goal games, and you're like, <laughs> probably. <laughs> How many does he have in his last three games though? Like this reactive stat crowd is so fucking weird. Just yeah. such weird behavior. The the meltdowns that I have had uh, over the years, but uh, no worse than the meltdown that Toronto fans maybe don't get us, or maybe I think more just like don't get hockey because <laughs> we pointed out last week that William Nylander was doing some very unpatriotic stuff, shooting his mouth off with his friends, screwing around, mm -hmm. doing the old Calvin peeing on the U.S. flag <laughs> during the national anthem. And sure, we are a Leafs podcast, but we let our guys have it just like we let anybody have it. Call us the can man because it doesn't matter who you are. You can get it. And we pointed out that William Nylander can't be screwing around. You reported that his uh, market as a free agent was shrinking because mm -hmm. you had to remove 26 teams yep. because they didn't want to have some guy burning the flag during games, pissing on the flag uh, on the bench. I absolutely love the idea, by the way, of like you got n nine guys standing on the blue lines just doing their little sway as the anthem plays and Willie's just skating around the rink with a flag on fire just being like <laughs> down with the U.S. Looked like it was going that way. It did. It did. It's a slippery slope. Now he's That's never right. going to be able to beat the allegations. So uh, shortly after it's reported... Oh, oh, Willie ain't gonna make it to free agency. He's uh, he'll take that contract in Canada. Him and old pops try. Which, oh, never mind. We don't want to get every dime that we can. We're just gonna stay right where we are, where it's safe, and not uh, head below the border where everybody now hates us. Did Score. I was gonna Toronto fans, uh, like you mentioned, not that pleased with us? Did we save the Toronto Maple Leafs? Because now they don't have to pay Willie as much money because his market shrunk, and now they have more money. Slash, yeah, well, now he can't quite a bit of money. Well, well, <laughs> slash, he can't leave. He has to stay in Toronto. He literally can't leave. They give him a no movement clause. So did which we again useless no movement Toronto. clause? No one's going to trade for him. Not twenty six teams. Yeah. Twenty six teams in the NHL right now have a 
William Nylander no movement clause. <laughs> exactly. He ain't moving to us. <laughs> they we don't got want no that. room. They don't want that guy. Oh, sorry. Uh, we like America. Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll do so whatever it takes to ice it, a good it, American roster. I mean, the, the Toronto fans were like, these guys have no idea what they're talking about. This is the, the dumbest take I've ever heard in my life. And then, like, within 48 hours, signed, sealed, delivered, a new William Nylander contract. Uh, eight years, 11.5 million dollars. Wait, 11, yep, 11 and a half. 11 and a half million dollars. Point two five more than Pasternak. So score uh, one for the hockey insiders. Score one for uh, for Michael Nylander. Uh, I believe the reports that we heard last week. We talked about it. Was that he was being offered the exact contract that Pasternak was was offered, and uh, Willie wanted to accept it. Old Pop said, "No, no, no. You got to get more." He got more. Well, I just think it is a shame, though, that. This stunt has paid off for William Nylander. I don't like seeing bad behavior get rewarded. Yeah, and eight years is a long time. So, like, this could be the the gateway to even worse behavior for Willie Nylander. Like, he could get into, uh, like, just full-on terrorism by the time this contract is done. He was talking during the anthem, too. Yeah. That's the, that's the worst of it all. He like, was talking during the anthem. Talking, laughing. You, we couldn't see below the waist because of the bench. Thought he was doing that the was there. He, he could have been pissing on the. He, he could have been pissing. He could have been helicoptering. He could have been, been doing New anything. Jersey down Devils there. fanning. He could have been wanking, just saying "fuck these guys, hate this country." Um, yeah, I don't know. William Nylander, Toronto. Have fun with him for the next eight years. Just despicable behavior. <laughs> um, all right, now. <laughs> Now that we're done with stuff that we're going to clip into things that are going to infuriate uh, Toronto fans, uh, I fucking hate that contract. That contract sucks. Uh, I'm, I'm worried about it. Like, I think that Willie, Willie Nylander has developed into an amazing player. He's one of the best wingers in, in the league now. But, I mean, there are not many guys in the league that you would put a eight year, $11.5 million contract in front of me and be like, I've got no worries about this one. Uh, Willie Nylander has never been a hundred point player. Right. Trending that way this year. Um, but like, it's also a contract exactly. year. So uh, like he secured his bag. How does that affect his play? I don't know. Uh, he was, he's been a point per game player once, once one time last year. It had 80 the points other in 81 time, game. Right. 81 games the year before he's playing obviously with a ton of talent in Toronto. He's among that talent, obviously, but eight years, 11 and a half million dollars does, does concern me for, for that guy. Uh, Who do you think's better? David Pasternak or William Nylander? David Pasternak. I think it is not even fucking close. Yeah. David Pasternak is so much better than his Soder tie teammate, William Nylander. And for, I mean, I don't like going above 10 for a wing unless that's their the crazy elite and William Nylander to me is an awesome player who for maybe a calendar year has been elite yeah and no, well no I, I think that he's been pretty close to elite for like a couple years now yeah, two I'll three agree. years so like he's like Oh, he's an elite-ish he, he, player. And, and yeah, but well, I think that he was elite-ish and now he is but like clearly elite. 
the question is, does that, does that sustain beyond the contract year? Was there a lot of, uh, incentive to just to kind of get his money this year but this is going to carry through what his age 30 35 36 season Mm -hmm. and again like you mentioned he's a winger and that's a lot of money for a winger and a lot of money for a winger who isn't even the player best player on his own team right so let's say for like six years he was really good and approaching elite-ish last Mm -hmm. two years he was like elite-ish this year He's elite. Yeah, agree. So like that's great if he's getting better and if right. the next three, four years he is what he is this year, then it's kind of hard to argue with it. But uh I don't know, Gene. I don't know if that ends up happening. <laughs> uh, also wor- worth uh mentioning forty six point six five million dollars for the core four uh through next season. And then after next season, Marner and Tavares come come off. Also worth mentioning per Pierre Lebrun. Uh, 69 million of that is bonus money signing bonus hell money. yeah so okay. nice i don't know who is who's his agent i could see him being like a jp barry guy yeah, his uh, agent's uh michael nylander <laughs> it might be <laughs> um also like this deal also proves that the leafs are so fucking bad at getting their guys to come off like the price that they're demanding both nylander marner and I guess Matthews to an extent too, like have just kind of bent them over the barrel mm. and gotten every dollar that they possibly could have from the Toronto Maple Leafs. And like at some point, like a big reason why the Bruins were able to have sustained success is that their players were like, oh, let's have a team friendly deal and mix in there. And the, the Leafs are getting none of that. And like, as somebody who's big on players getting their money and not necessarily taking a team friendly deal, like I don't think that anybody has to volunteer to do that, but the, the Maple Leafs have just like, they've had to pay out the ass for all of these guys. Well, and like with the Matthews situation with like not getting him super long term, like they're just going to keep getting fucked yeah. in, in, with all these guys. His agent is Lewis Gross, also the agent of Jeremy, Sw- Jeremy Swimmin too. Okay. Ah. And Johnny Goudreau. Yeah, crew, he's a crew guy, right? Um, I'm looking. I don't see it anywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Krug. He's got Goudreau, obviously Nylander, Krug, Brandon Saad, Ross Colton, Iofalo, Jeremy Swayman. Shout out Louis Gross. Shout out Jeremy Swayman. Uh, yeah, I don't like that contract. I don't think I'm going to like it as time goes on. I'll tell you what I do like, though, and that's Olipop. We got some refrigerated ones over there. And relatively, that's an awfully hot Olipop. They're so good. No matter what I'm doing in life, I could be I could be exercising regularly. I could be beholden to the checks mix. Shout out Deej. Haven't had any checks mix in 2024. Scott loves checks mix. That's uh I, I don't even know, and I talk about it with my therapist. I don't even know if I even love checks mix anymore. Or I just know that's the way I can be horrible to myself without like drinking or doing that's probably like you probably do love checks mix but like you probably tie checks mix into like in your brain you associate it with like being a fucking bad boy and so you've probably like kind of wired your brain into being like checks mix bad so bad boy good boy no matter what i'm telling you what at this point and i love all the flavors you know me i'm a classic cola boy 
I have just had tunnel vision when it comes to the grape. They've been calling me Sean DePaz the way that I drink those grape Olipops. It is so good, whether with a sandwich, whether with whatever. Toss them in my cereal in the morning. It is delicious. And I'm getting fewer than five grams of sugar with each one. It's the point now. And like I was at the I was at the pictures the other day. So I got a soda. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, got a pop at the pictures. Yeah. And nice. I was like, I like Olipop more than this Coke Zero Cherry that I'm sucking down right now. Something about it is just more real. Uh Lalo Salamanca voice flavorful, <laughs> delicious, and there's so many different varieties and so many different ways that you can get it. You could use the code CHAOS for 20% off your next Olipop order on drinkolipop.com or just dip in to 22,000 stores across the country, including Walmart, Target, and Whole Foods. Olipop, you're going to love it. I guarantee, <laughs> I nice. guarantee it. Uh Oh, we've done all this without only mentioning once in passing that Connor Bedard dead went and broke his jaw. And I texted you in the group text. This is why I refuse to talk about hits on this show. He fucking skated it. He 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 kept his head down a bit, a little bit, got fucking lit up by Brennan Smith and broke his jaw. It sucks. I'm mad at Brandon Smith. I'm mad at Brandon Smith. I'm mad at God. I'm mad at everybody. But it fucking is what it is. Smith didn't do anything wrong. And now our life sucks because we don't get to hang out with Connor Bedard at the All-Star Game. Possibly. I got to take there. My life sucks a little bit more. I'm going to Chicago next week to watch, uh, uh, not just to watch Blackhawk Sharks, but I'm going to be going to Blackhawk Sharks. Blackhawk Sharks without Connor Bedard in the lineup is maybe like, is that the most depressing uh, NHL matchup that you could think of? Did, was it Sean called it the Celebrini Bowl? The Celebrini, I called it the Celebrini Bowl. Sean, I don't know, but I was just, I don't, I don't know that I've said that, but I was literally just thinking that it is the Celebrini Bowl. Yeah, maybe so. you said it, but it's got some Sean energy behind it. So it, please give credit where it's due. Okay. Thanks, Sean. Uh, I thought of it first, even if you said um, it first. But yeah, I mean, the Bedard thing obviously sucks. And I mean, I agree with every part of what you just said, like seeing people twist their brain into being like, Brennan Smith, how could you fucking do this? It's like, what is he supposed to do? Connor Bedard is skating right down the highway, kind of had his, has his head down. Like Brennan Smith's job there is to either light him up or just like, I don't know, like do something, not let him just skate right down the middle and uh and he i didn't think i didn't have a problem with the hit i didn't have a problem with any any part of that like respect to brennan smith for even fighting nick felino who also got injured after the fact so like <sighs> felino hurt for defending uh connor bedard like but brennan smith stood up like was like sure i know i know that i'm probably you don't want me hitting this guy in open ice but like good hit unfortunate result and now I think, like, the question becomes, like, does the Calder race open up now? We don't know how long Bedard is going to be out. We don't know what the timetable is right now. But, like, he was the runaway Calder guy. There wasn't even really a discussion there. Um, but now I'm wondering, you know, is does there become a Calder conversation at some point? I mean, I think he obviously returns at some point this season. <laughs> yeah, the I mean, broken jaw can be – I think it takes, like – 
maybe like four or five months to like fully heal. Yeah, but you but can throw on a fishbowl. You can do stuff with it after a couple of weeks even. Famously, Zdeno Chara was like 15 minutes. Yeah. I'll be good to go. Uh, and he was back the next game like an absolute maniac. I don't think at this point in his career. His jaw was fractured on both sides. Yeah, I don't think at this point in his career, Connor Bedard, Connor Bedard needs to be in any sort of rush to do that. I do think it wouldn't be crazy if they were like, you're not fucking dealing with contact at the All-Star game. Like, I would still love to see him out there at the All-Star game with a mask, with a fishbowl, whatever it may be. Get him out there. I would love that. But he's going to be back at some point this season. I think the race is still over unless this changes the way Bedard plays, which we say all the time. We love that he fucking owns the middle of the ice. He's like, I, I think I said on this show, like McDavid with a better shot <laughs> at points, the way that he's just doesn't care. He'll go the length of the ice. He'll take the middle of the ice. Maybe he's a little shell shocked. I don't think he should be. I think he should just keep his head up a little more. And honestly, I don't remember too many times this season if any, where I've been like, oh, he's he, he ought to be careful there. Yeah. I think that he knows how to play. So as long as he's not overcorrecting something that doesn't need to be corrected, he's going to be back and he'll still run away with the Calder. I wonder if the Blackhawks try to like encourage him to go to the All-Star game, whether or not like I wonder if he wants to go, like if he's if his jaw is fractured. Or if he wants to go, period, because a lot of guys don't seem to want to. All of your oh, geez, this call <laughs> would, would Connor Bedard want to go to a hockey thing? Uh, your call. Fair enough. Uh, I wonder if the Blackhawks encourage him to go just because of how embarrassing it would be for them to have to send another representative. Yeah, man. We were looking <laughs> through the other options. I texted you last night and I was like, it has to be Seth Jones, which I would love. I would love to give him the old uh, Sean Evans and Paul Rudd. Look like mm -hmm. stroll into Toronto. Who hey, look at us. <laughs> Who would have thought? And Seth Jones would be like, God fucking damn it. Like, <laughs> Seth Jones himself hasn't played since the tenth, though. Right. He's so out. He's he should be back. Hurt. Okay. I think he should be back. But it's just like all of our guys. Like Bedard. Yeah, like Polino, somebody mentioned that there Seth might be Jones. a what chaos curse. Um because Skinner got hurt immediately after he was Wierenski. on the show. Renzi yeah. got hurt. Like, yeah, it's Duke kind of just not, stopped being good after he was on the show. Not beating the allegations, but Frank Verdrano well, is Duke an all-star. Duke stopped trying after he was on the show, oh, which so was true. an And I mean, thing. Swayman and Allmark are still good. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just the power want, of Fika. It's either going to be uh, it's either going to be Seth Jones or it's going to be Jason Dickinson. Yeah, and Jason Dickinson, love you, mean it. <laughs> You can't be a fucking all-star, man. Just send Mrazek. He doesn't like, have just 20 do points, Peter Mrazek right? has been pretty Dickinson good. Dickinson has 19 points this season. That's probably for second on the on the Chicago Blackhawks. I think he has 19 points despite having like a shooting percentage of like 25%. <laughs> like every time he shoots the puck, it goes in and he still has 19 points. He has 20 points in 40 games. All right. God bless 13 you. goals. Go off, King. Right. Like I love that those pucks are going in the net. Can't be an all-star. Second on the team in goals. Who's first? Connor Bedard. Seth Jones. <laughs> yes. What Has I Seth Jones scored yet? No. no. Oh, He's no. Zero goals, <laughs> 11 assists. That'd be hilarious if his first goal came in an all-star game. That would... That, gotta, Probably would. I mean, if you, don't score, if you don't score in the all-star game, you are a fucking asshole. He's going to be shooting on Stuart Skinner. Could we end up in a situation where 
Seth Jones has more goals in the All-Star game than he does in a full. I mean, obviously, he's been hurt for a little bit, but a generally speaking, full Seth, NHL season. If Seth Jones is an All-Star, we have to get him and tell him, hey, buddy, what did we tell you? When you score, you got to hit the hef. Yep. If he scores in the All-Star game and does the Doug Heffernan, that would be incredible. And then there would be a lot of buzz. They'd be like, uh, what's... Well, why'd he do that? And he'd be like, oh, well, my friends at the What Chaos show. And they'd be like, what's What Chaos? And they'd look it up. Be like, what else have they done? William Nylander, <laughs> what? <laughs> hey. Uh, do we think that, do we want to start like a campaign for any player? Like the What Chaos all-star campaign? Is it Zach Hyman? Um, Is it? Uh- it's Zach Hyman. Like it, it has to be. But that's Zach like a, Hyman that's has like a, a real billion. campaign. Yeah, but he has a fucking billion goals, and his lazy ass team's social media team is yeah. too busy showing Cody CC slappers to push for him. <laughs> yeah, like if they're not going to do it, somebody's got to pick up the slack. So Zach Hyman to the All Star game. That's our official push. Anybody else? I mean, I was looking at guys who Kirill Marchenko. Like you got to send Kirill Marchenko. Marchenko would be the fact amazing. That uh, no disrespect to Boone Jenner, but like him being the pick over fun. Marchenko to begin with is cr- kind of crazy. That's to me. not fun. Uh, Kale McCarr is uh, ninth in the league in points per game. William Nylander is fourth in the league in points per game. Really Colorado guys. McCarr and Rantanen are both like having great seasons. Mm-hmm. They were always going to have great seasons. Right. So they're both top 15 in points per game. JT Miller, eighth. Elias Pettersson, 15th. So... I, I'm I'm pushing for Rantanen because uh, w- somebody's dad said that he sucks. That's right. Uh, an all-star selection would be a nice little fuck you to that guy. Well, <laughs> one of these. We should uh, get him and be like, uh, y- your comments, your, your reaction that uh, to uh, certain players' fathers saying you. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That would be so funny. Hey, I just want to bring this to your attention real quick. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Don't shoot the messenger, but apparently you were uh, dicking around, screwing around with William Nylander, laughing at the anthem during the offseason, not working very hard, taking trips, mm-hmm. jumping all around. Uh, I will say, though, like I don't love talking about all-star stuff and all-star snubs and the all-star game itself for me is useless we're going to be going to the all-star game uh i'm i'm mandating that like we treat the actual day of the all-star game as like kind of a day of rest Mm -hmm. like we go we watch it's a day of rest for the players too right like we have fun but like let's not uh we're we're, as we figure out our energy for that week like Mm -hmm. hey let's bust our asses leading up to it and if there's any point at which we need a breather it can be the all-star game because that doesn't really fucking matter uh, a lot if you're listening to this by the way smash the youtube subscription button because we need and the like button and the like if you're watching it on youtube because uh we're gonna have a ton of stuff from the all-star game on there plus some extra special stuff after that you're not going to want to miss so make sure you're subscribed there it's also where we've got like all our stuff with bedard and a lot of cool stuff. Also, some there. of the stuff that we're, we're going to be putting out on YouTube is not going to be making the show. So it's going to be like exclu- like YouTube exclusive. So hit the subscribe button there. So make sure that you do not miss it. Yeah. Um, just because we're going to be we're going to be pulling a ton of video content. And I think that we're, we're going to be trying some new things in terms of video. Content. Oh, yeah. So 
Uh, some of it will just live exclusively on YouTube. So make sure to subscribe there. Yeah. Um, but I typically don't care a lot about all-star stuff this year for whatever reason. Maybe it's because it's the first year that like we're doing a daily hockey show. I do kind of care about who goes and who doesn't go. Not necessarily the like, how could you snub this guy? But like, I think it would be weird this season. If, for example, you said Zach Hyman, like it would be weird if, Zach Hyman wasn't an all-star this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe like I'm cool with sending him over Leon Dreisaitl. Wouldn't shock me if Leon Dreisaitl doesn't want to go. And we saw with some of the guys that aren't going, be it uh, Ovi, I forget who else. There were some big, rea- oh, like uh, Panarin, mm-hmm. where it's like those guys didn't really want to go or they're expecting a child or whatever it may yeah. be. Well, yeah, Panarin was like, I'm, I'm, I can't go. He's like, yeah. I'm not going. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that like to an extent we kind of have to care like a little bit like just based off of like people who watch watch hockey every single day and are going to be there and are going to be like looking to sit down and and get interviews and stuff like that like having the guys we want there like Zach Hyman Mm -hmm. who is a dream guest for you I'm assuming uh it would be nice to to get those guys there so Zach Hyman come on down sir who is uh your favorite all-star that was named because I will tell you what I was sending texts celebrating like crazy. They were calling me uh, Davelin Celebrini the way I was hitting the roof for Frank Vetrano being an NHL all-star. Love that. Best known for his appearance is, appearances, uh, just plural, his appearance. probably coming up on the What Chaos program. We, we, we were able to send Bedard and Vetrano. Bedard, I think it's going to be the first of many. Could for sure be the first of many for Vetrano, but he's getting a little long in the tooth himself. So him being a first-time All-Star, I thought was really, really cool. I loved uh, what the Ducks did with having his daughter and wife there Mm -hmm. to surprise him. Daughter had a shirt that said, Daddy's an All-Star. Telling family secrets out of school. Amazing. I uh, I love that Cam Talbot is an all-star. Cam Talbot looked like he was kind of on his way out. Obviously had a tough, tough, uh, tough stint in Ottawa. And since going to L.A., he's been awesome. Kind of like a, a, a renaissance year for Cam Talbot to get named to the all-star game. Very, very cool for that guy. Um, and he's like, what, like 35 at this point? So He's got to be. So shout out Cam Talbot. How many Rangers goalies do you think we can get to the All-Star game? Because just Sturkin's going, we should vote quick in. Cam Talbot, right? Yeah, yeah. Hank will probably go for TNT broadcast reasons, maybe? I think they. I think TNT has a game, or is it ESPN? I don't know. Get Mike Richter in the mix. <laughs> Dan Blackburn. Yeah. The one and only. Two blockers. Get him out there. Yeah. Let's see it. Uh, I also did want to mention um, Chaos Chain update. The Seattle Kraken defended the the Chaos Chain, so they still own it. They who did they beat? They beat the Senators. Ottawa Senators. Yep. Everybody beats the Ottawa Senators, so not sure that do. not that impressive. Uh, they did win us some money. They won us sixteen sixteen dollars and thirty nine cents. That's deposited into the pot. Next game Seattle plays is tomorrow night against Sean's Buffalo Sabres. Ooh. So uh, we'll be putting money on that. We also decided that for a few uh, additions to the Chaos Chain lore, we're going to be picking two more teams. I don't know if we're necessarily doing that today. I don't think that we have the wheel set up. Nah. So we'll, 
I did want to. I did want to gift teams. Yeah, have each one of us give another person a team. So uh, I'm gonna give you the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, I feel like it's it's only right that somebody has the Oilers and that it's you. Yeah, I mean, like you could ruin my life and like give them to Sean or something. I know, but so Sean could say like get your own team. Another I mention another wrinkle here that I want to add is that. If one of our, I don't know if I said this on the last time, but like if one of our teams beats, uh, like if one of my teams beats your team, I take your team. Whoa, I like that. So like we're going to be losing teams and gaining teams throughout the season. And like, so uh, also to the point, like if you, if you, if like the Oilers hold the chain and they beat a team that is unclaimed, you claim that team, like you acquire that team. Ah, so like we're going to have I like making this as complicated as possible. It's not that complicated. (laughs) It's just like if you have uh, if you if you're if you are representing a uh, a chain holder and they win games, you you gain those teams. Okay, eat your heart out, Merrick. That's right. You could never. They're probably doing this, too. Who knows? Maybe Um, Sean, who you know, you gifting a team. I'll think about it. I don't have one off the top of my head. I kind of want to give you Montreal. I already have Montreal. That was your team? So you yeah. have twice, oh, yeah. Shit. I have the Petrangelo Canadians twice. style, baby. <laughs> nah, I'll have to think about it. Okay. Uh, I think that uh, Quick, by the way, is the guy that we try to get to the All-Star game. That'd be a, that'd be a funny one. Because that, that's like a bit. That is like... But he also is like deserving. Lightly <laughs> sincere, yeah. kind of. It's like 40% sincere. Yeah, I mean, like a backup goaltender probably shouldn't be making the All-Star game, but like if there's any backup goaltender who deserves to make the All-Star game, it's John Quick. For the record, I've been looking for it. It took me forever to find it. Uh, game is on ESPN. It's all ESPN ah. covered. So. Interesting. Cool. I actually, I did know that. Um, okay, well, uh, tomorrow we got a big program for you. Uh, the great Jackie Redmond will be joining for the first of uh, several appearances on this program. She's inked a lifetime deal. Really? Every day. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Am I being replaced? Yep. Yes. Every day. Uh, we will discuss all things NHL with her. Uh, she's also doing a show that's like kind of like ours. <laughs> yeah, pretty so much. Yeah. We can just be like, please don't do a better job than us. But uh, she rocks. And uh, we've been looking forward to having her on. So. Chat saying the chaos rules are very, the chaos chain rules are very complicated. Yeah. I don't think they're that complicated. Is well, someone chaos, writing this stuff? That's tough. The chaos chain rules are straightforward. It's just the side game that we're playing that's getting a little complicated. Yeah. It's, it's a and little. I like the idea. I am like sincerely on board for making it complicated. I mean, the show's <laughs> name is literally what chaos. Yeah. I don't know what you expect. Right. I, I want it for like a new listener to come on board and like, what's this chaos chain you, they speak of? And I want it to be very difficult to explain it. <laughs> Just an incredibly high barrier of entry. Like if you're not here now, you're, yeah. you've missed it. You don't get in. We should right. get it's, it's a it's a it's a perk for listeners who have who've gotten in on the ground floor that you get to see us work this out, and you're the only ones that get to understand it as we go through it. I am very into this now. So Pete, you got a little whiteboard that you put over there that has our teams on it, just so we don't forget. Yeah, like you know, it's not complicated when I have to buy things to make sure that we're tracking. So what I really want to do now is I want to get a huge whiteboard where uh, at the top you write out like the general premise of it. And then each time you add a like, oh, and then we can give each other to like you add that. And 
it ends up being like Pepe like, Sylvia. <laughs> yes, it ends up being a fucking mess. And we understand it because it's all right there in front of us. I am so in on this. And then we can make like t-shirts that just say what the board looks like. <laughs> yes. I am so in the on this. The entire t-shirt is just like uh, like post-it notes and lines and uh, marker and everything. Make the chaos chain as confusing as possible. We could make the Patreon idea that we do could be like the chaos chain club. Yes. And it's everybody who knows what's going on. It's a real if you know, you know. We're getting so people are on board with this. Okay. They're like, is. I I didn't totally get this until we made it confusing. And now I'm so, so, so in. Let's do it. I really want, I wish that we lived in a world where like they did exhibitions against like danish hockey league teams so i mean could... the oilers do skills competitions with themselves <laughs> i just i just want to i just want to live in a world where the skill where the chain somehow leaves the nhl <laughs> that would be incredible like like it's a it's assigned to a to a player on each team we're just it's like waiting right ah uh, you got demoted to the ahl that is now a a whatever their ahl team is that would be awesome if like somehow oh, no. the chain ends up like uh transferring to the pwhl it's just in the, the world juniors all of a sudden you only get it every couple of years <laughs> yes. dude get the chain to soda tie how could we send the chain be like the the traveling chain the new owner of the chaos chain the melbourne mustangs of the australian ice hockey league i'm so it's in julie in the this. chat said peach get the canes should be gifted the canes i would be furious eh. don't do that i i, you I have hereby to give gift the carolina hurricanes to Pete Blackburn. Ooh. Oh my God! Damn, Thanks. you got to paint the town red now. I can't wait for them to lose while they're holding it, so I I <gasps> lose them. Can I take that back? What? Can I take the Canes back? Because I have a different team I want to get. Yeah. Pete, the New York Rangers. New York, I didn't uh, think about that. Oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. But like, I don't hate the Rangers. I just hate their owner. Well, yeah, but if you win the chain, you're gonna have to. I feel like you should be required. You know who their to, owner likes? I mean, I feel like he likes several people. But yeah, he has a soft spot like in his heart for uh, All right. uh, back tomorrow with Jackie Redman. Bye, everybody. Bye. We all silly like the mayor. 